It's Thanksgiving week, and we've got fans and staff sharing why they're thankful for Thunderbirds hockey. Plus, we'll recap all the games from the past two weeks and look ahead to one of the biggest games of the year at the Accesso Shower Center. It's all ahead on another episode. T-Birds fans, let's fly. You're listening to Let's Fly, a Seattle Thunderbirds podcast. Join us every other week for interviews with your favorite T-Birds players, conversations about how the team is doing, fan stories, and more. And now, here's Tyler. Welcome back to Let's Fly, a Seattle Thunderbirds podcast. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Man, it's been a busy couple of weeks here for the Seattle Thunderbirds. It, uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks for me as well. Uh, I'm recording this Sunday, uh, November 19th. Uh, last night's final game of this two-week stretch here. T-Birds taking on the Everett Silvertips. Absolutely just shattered my voice at that game with all the goal calls. We'll get into that here a little later on during the episode. But been a busy couple of weeks. And, uh, man, we are, we're getting into the thick of it here in the season. More games, uh, we're going to start seeing uh, more games pick up and added to the standings and more more to talk about. So, so glad to have you joining us here. T-Bird's wrapping up a five-game, two-week period. We'll break down all of those big moments and performances, and uh, we might have to spend a few minutes talking about some of the less desirable ones. But also want to wish a very happy Thanksgiving to all of you listening out there, whether uh, you're listening on Tuesday and it's a couple of days away, or you're listening Wednesday and you or or Thursday morning and got the bird in the oven, or maybe it's a maybe it's a Thursday night. You just finished off the pumpkin pie and uh, are enjoying, a, have enjoyed a delicious meal and time with family. Uh, hope you have a wonderful holiday, a great long weekend here for those of you um, enjoying Black Friday as well. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different in this episode. No player interview. And if that prompts you to immediately leave the podcast, stick around. We've got something really exciting coming up here later on. I got to interview a ton of different uh fans and staff and I asked the question why are you thankful for Thunderbirds hockey so we'll get into that here a later on a little later on let's kick it off though let's kick off this episode with our mailbag uh, we got a ton of great texts and messages into the podcast but want to share a couple of them because again this is a podcast for you the Seattle Thunderbirds fans want to make sure that you're comments, your thoughts, everything gets shared. So again, you can text the podcast at 253-656-6618. We got a couple of texts I want to read here. First off, hey, let's fly. My name is Amanda and I'm stoked for the next episode that comes out soon. Uh, It's been really awesome hearing about the behind the scenes. I'm also excited to share that this next game on the 11th, that would have been November the 11th, here at Showware, I will be bringing a tribute gift I made from now on, a hand puppet version of Cool Bird. I do cosplay in my free time and wanted to make something to show my support, similar to family group that brings all of their squirrel gear and plushies. Currently, I'm finished. I'm putting the finishing final touches 
So by Saturday, Cool Bird Jr. will be complete. Anyways, thanks again for the podcast. Can't wait to listen to more. Go Birds. Amanda, I have seen you. Uh, I've seen uh, Cool Bird Jr. rocking out during second intermission after Sweet Caroline. Um, whatever song we usually play after that, doing a, doing a sing-along. Uh, I think it's fantastic. This is so cool. I love the passion. I love the excitement. Love that you got to incorporate something that you're passionate about in with Seattle Thunderbirds hockey. So thank you so much for, for one, for texting the show, but also for bringing Coolbird Jr. out to the show or center for game nights. Um, and yeah, well, can't wait to, I think we got him on the, the big screen here this last week, this last Saturday or this last Tuesday. Um, we're going to make him a regular part of our games. Awesome to see. Thank you so much, Amanda. A couple more texts here. Hey, Tyler Blaine here. Uh, big fan of, the, of your work in the house and, and podcast. Just wanted to put my two cents in. Would love for the show to become a weekly thing. Waiting two weeks is too long. All right, I brought this up last time. This is the second message I've gotten now about making this a weekly thing. Uh, Blaine, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Would love to get to a point where we get to make this a weekly thing. We, I will absolutely uh, consider that, and we'll uh, we'll see how this season goes. Um, and uh, but you know, we'll keep things rolling. We'll keep getting podcasts out uh, when we can. Again, we're on our two week schedule. Every other Tuesday comes out. So, uh, but thank you. Appreciate you texting. Love hearing that you love the podcast and. Uh, you know what? We'll uh, we'll keep this thing rolling and we'll see what we can do to get this to a more uh, more episode released as time goes on. Last one, hey T-Birds podcast. I was wondering if the players still get to pick their own goal songs and if so, you should ask them about it when they come onto the podcast. It's definitely one of the favorite T-Birds traditions and makes for a great pump-up playlist. Parentheses. This is not your mom. Thank you so much. I don't know who sent this in. Glad to hear it's not my mom. That we have other people engaging beyond my mom uh, for this show. But uh, yeah, wow, great, uh, great question. Uh, I actually brought this up. We're going to talk a little bit later after one of the games. I got to talk with a, a player, and I brought up his goal song because there's been some feedback on him wanting to change it, but he's tearing it up right now. And so kind of a little bit back and forth. Like, I don't know if we can change this man. Um, and, and he's, he's in line with that. He thinks he's got to keep it going too, with how well he's been playing. So, uh, but yes, they do get to pick their goal songs. Uh, they submit a list at the beginning of the season. We've slowly integrated all of them. I believe we're have almost every single player. We have a couple of the newer players that were required within the last month that we've still been adding, but, yeah, players get to pick their goal songs. We've got an awesome one from Jordan Gustafson that I can't wait to debut when he scores his first goal of the season. So yeah, they get to pick their own goal songs. Uh, it's a fun tradition and uh, definitely we'll be asking more players about that, how how they pick their song and, and why it's exciting for them. And so, uh, yeah, thanks so much. We've got more texts coming here later on during the episode. I asked a question last week. Want to share one other review? I, we got a review on Spotify. I didn't even know, or a comment on Spotify. I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently you can leave comments on episodes on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify and you want to leave a comment there, you can do that too. Uh, but this one came in from Kendall on Spotify. Do Bryce Pickford next. Okay. I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to put the text line back out there. This is a show for you, the fans. 
I want to know who do you want to hear from next? I've got a couple of players lined up for our next few interviews or what we're preparing for our next interviews. I want to know who you want to hear from next. Again, you can text the show 253-656-6618. You can also call the show. I don't know if anybody out there has tried this before. I saw a couple of people have actually tried it just to see if it was a real number. You can call the show and it, when it goes to voicemail, you'll hear a nice message from me saying, thanks for calling. Let's fly Seattle Thunderbirds podcast. If you leave a voicemail, I can actually um, pull that and play it on the show as well. So if you want to text the show, great. If you want to call the show, again, 253-656-6618. You can call the show. You can leave me a voicemail. I'd love for people to chime in. Who do you want to hear from next on the podcast? But what I'd also love to hear is if you are attending a T-Birds road game, my life gets really busy from just being at all of the home games. So I don't usually make it out to very many road games, but I know a lot of you like to attend games in Everett in Portland. Sometimes you'll head over um, to the east side of the state for matchups in Tri-City uh, against Tri-City or against Spokane. Um, so if you're out on the road with the T-Birds and you had some thoughts after a game, call the show. Call the show. Leave me a voicemail. We'll throw it on there because um, I'd love to to get some more fan thoughts after, especially after post games. We, I share my uh, home game interviews, but we've also got road game interviews that we get to share as well. And if we could do that, and if you wanted to call and leave a voicemail, that'd be great. So anyways, lots, uh, lots to come up here. Thank you again so much to everybody who texted in. Um, let's jump in. We've got five games to break down here. We're going to fly through these here. T-Birds go two and three on the week in the past two weeks. A couple of really tough losses in these ones, really close games. Uh, two, two losses came by one goal, um, where they just couldn't find that last goal to push things over the edge. So, Let's start off Friday, November 10th, on the road in Victoria, taking on the Royals. Things get off to a slow start. It's a uh, it's a very low offensive first period, just six shots on goal for each team. However, one of those six shots for the T-Birds from Luca Hoff finds the back of the net. Five minutes into the game, T-Birds take a 1-0 lead. Going into the second, Eric Allery, who continues to be a consistent producer. You are seeing guys who we didn't know of less than two months ago are now stepping up and playing a role um, in contributing. Uh, Eric Allery scores uh, quickly in the second period. However, Victoria would also get one back in the final five minutes of the second. 2-1 at the second intermission. And then, unfortunately, things did not go the way for the T-Birds in the third period. Ben Ritchie for the Royals gets his second of the game three minutes three minutes into the third period. And despite outshooting the Royals 26-18 to 18 in this game, it's Victoria who would find the game winner at 7.51. And Seattle would drop their fifth straight game after starting the season 7-1. and one. So tough uh, road, tough uh, tough spot on the road for the T-Birds. That Friday night, they returned back home. Two series in this two-week period where you go on the road Friday night and you come back home and you play the same team 
on Saturday. So Saturday, November 11th. It was Military Appreciation Night as it was Veterans Day. Taking on the Victoria Royals. A very high-scoring game. And a complete opposite of the night before, where only the teams only generated a total of 12 shots in the first period. This one, there were five goals scored between the two teams in the first period. Kasdan Matthews, rookie Kasdan Matthews, continues his nice start to a season, scoring five minutes in to get the... Uh, to get the T-Birds on the board. And then Jeremy Hansel with a pair of goals four minutes apart in that first period as well. Victoria would find the back of the net twice. T-Birds lead 3-2 after the first period. However, they would extend their lead to three goals over the next two frames. Eric Allery gets on the score sheet again. In the second period. And then Antonio Martirana. We're going to be talking about him a lot going forward. I have a really good feeling about this kid. He gets on. He scores in the third. So Seattle has a three-goal lead. Victoria makes it interesting. And what we've talked about the last... What we talked about last episode of giving up some of these batch goals at times. Saw this again. Victoria makes scores two goals, 30 seconds apart in the final four minutes of the game. So a game that was with about with five minutes left in the game. Seattle's up three goals. You felt really good. All of a sudden, things got a little more tense. But they hang on. They pick up a 5-4 win. They snap the five-game losing streak. And they get, and more importantly too, I think getting that win at home is key. Snapping the loss or snapping the stretch of losses, getting a win back at home, and now turning your uh, turning your attention towards okay, let's start a new streak, let's start winning, let's start picking up some more wins here. But Seattle five four winners, one night after losing by a goal to Victoria, they now win by a goal big performances in this game I had a chance to chat with Jeremy Hansel who had two goals in the first period in this one after the game some great things to say about his team's performance in the win snapping the losing streak take a listen all righty, Tyler here. T-Birds, a big 5-4 win tonight over the Victoria Royals. Uh, I've got the two-goal scorer from tonight, Jeremy Hansel, with me. Jeremy, uh, congrats. Big game for you tonight. How'd you feel coming out of tonight's uh, tonight's win? Yeah, it felt great. You know, getting the guys are going early and, you know, potting a couple always feels great, but it's a great team win. Yeah, it felt, uh, felt like you guys... Uh, uh, Lost a couple here, needed to get one back. You come back home, get a big win. What does it feel like for you after coming back from long road trip, ending the road trip, coming back home, getting a win? Yeah, it's always nice getting out of a slump, you know, coming back home with home crowd and get, finally getting that, that win to get us out of that slump. But it was, it was good. Had a couple of uh, late goals there from Victoria. How much has Matt kind of preached to you guys, finishing games, finishing strong, not letting other teams kind of climb back in and, and maybe get some momentum there late in the game? Yeah, he's always telling us that, you know, we got to play a full 60 minutes, 65-plus if needed. But, you know, I think we kind of, after those two goals, we handled it well and finished the game off strong. A couple of youngsters and newcomers getting getting on the score sheet as well as one of the veterans of this team. Uh, how have you seen some of those new players come in and embrace the T-Birds culture and, and your guys' team mentality and, and impacted so far here in the season? 
Yeah, the young guys are doing a great job picking up little habits and details for our games, and you know they're off to a hot start. Almost like all of them are playing really well, and it's really good to see. So after picking up the win on Saturday, November 11th, T-Birds then turn their attention to Tuesday, November 14th, when the Prince Albert Raiders come to town. And this was opposite of how the game went for the T-Birds the Saturday before. The Raiders come out looking very strong in the first period. Two goals, 46 seconds apart at 647 and 733 and then score a third goal in the first period at 12 minutes. At that point, T-Birds realized they needed to make a change. Spencer Micknick started in goal. They made the goalie change. Scott Ratzleff comes in. We're going to talk about Scott a lot here in the next uh, few minutes. Uh, I, I will say this, and, and Scott, uh, when I talked with him after the game, he said it was really important to continue being an encouraging um, presence for Spencer. Spencer's going to have some some tougher games as he transitions and gets acclimated to the league. But seeing how the T-Birds rallied after this and, and didn't just throw in the towel was very reassuring. So Seattle's outshot 17 to six in the first period, but they would claw their way back with some strong, with a strong performance at the end of the first into the second and, and then carrying into the third. So they scored at the end of the first period and then at six minutes into the second. So despite being down three after 12 minutes, by the second period, you're only down one at that point. However, they really, there was a lot of push. They outshot Prince Albert in both the second and third period. Just couldn't find that final goal that they needed, though. Prince Albert hangs on in this one. The game before, when it was Victoria trying to make the, the comeback, T-Birds attempted the same, unable to come back from three goals down. Prince Albert hangs on three to two. The real story in this game, though, is that goalie change that happened at the 12-minute mark in the first period. Scott Ratzlaff goes on to make 20 saves on 20 shots on goal. He kept the T-Birds in this one all the way into the third period and gave his team a chance late. Ended up not being quite enough, but an encouraging, I don't know if you could say moral victory in the midst of a loss, but that was about as good of a loss as you could take, considering that you felt like you played really bad for the first 10 minutes, and then the following 50, you were the better team, or you, you performed better. Just not enough. Uh, I had a chance to catch up with Scott after the game um, and asked him uh, about the overall performance and and what he thought coming in there 12 minutes into the first period. Take a listen. All right, Tyler here, post-game after T-Birds drop a tough 3-2 game here at home to Prince Albert. Got uh, Scott Ratzlaff here with me. Scott, you come in off the bench uh, eight minutes into this one, uh, not expecting to start in this one, but being ready, being called upon, and going to make 20 saves and keep the the team level. What's the mentality coming in there uh, after the game started and you're coming in already down 3-0? Just what's, what's getting your mind ready at that point? Yeah, I think it kind of just starts even before the game. You got to you know, treat every day like a work day and treat it like you might be playing. And you got to have that same mentality. Don't change the routine. So, you know, going into warm-up, it's not there to stretch and look good. It's there to get focused in case something weird happens, like what happened. And, you know, I think it's important that 
kind of reiterating just making sure we play a full 60 minutes so when I first went in it was just you know kind of weathering the storm you talk about that there's going to be a couple of chances here and there that you just got to make the save at the right time and you know, the team worked hard after the the first period we battled back and just fell short so yeah is the strategy a little different there coming in in a game where you're already down three nothing versus just starting zero zero or is, or is it pretty much same mentality same same moving forward uh you want to keep the same mentality i'd say it's a little bit different as you're not the other goal is getting most of the warm-up shots so you have to make do with what you're given so and then coming in after it's like you know i like to do the flick the water up guys see like follow the water droplets at the ground so anything that i can to you know keep myself dialed in and think the game Make sure to, even when you're on the bench too, it's about paying attention and watching the other goalies, seeing where, you know, players might be able to shoot and score, what rebounds might look like. So anything to keep your mind active in the game is huge. Yeah, we talked at the beginning, beginning of the season a couple months ago here about the important role you're going to play as a leader on this team. You know, what's 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 your message to the guys? You know, after a game like this, and and to young rookie like Spencer Micknick, who had a tough first half of the first period. You know, what's what's the message that you you bring to the guys after the game as as a leader on this team? Yeah, I think it's just important. I feel bad for. Mitchie because he's he's playing his heart out and he's working as hard as he can so it's unfortunate for things not to work out like that but the I think the team just needs to get off to a little better start you don't want to start off flat-footed you want to set the tone like Odie says so I think it's just making sure that we come out on the right way and you know at, at first it's it's the game's a little bit hectic guys are running around and then it slows down from there so making sure that we're just communicating to each other and letting us know that we're there for support how do you come away from a, a night like tonight where you feel like you go in and you did 100% of, of the stuff that you wanted to do, 20 saves on 20 shots, but the, the team doesn't get the result? You know, what's, what's the, the kind of emotion coming out of a game like tonight? Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's a team-first mentality. No matter if you, know, you, you make 30 saves and you let in one or you make two saves and let in three. So I think it's a, it's a same mentality where you try to do whatever you can to help the team get a chance to win and at the end of the day you have to just surrender the outcome so so the t-birds snap their win streak or snap their losing streak on saturday and pick up another loss then on tuesday unable to come back against prince albert and then the big weekend series friday november 17th on the road versus the everett silver tips and then saturday november 18th at home versus the everett silver tips so Friday's game, first matchup of the season between the in-state rivals. Like has happened many times this season, T-Birds actually start out with the lead in this one. Luca Hoff scores again to give the T-Birds who go into the first period intermission with a 1-0 lead. That is about the extent of the T-Birds highlights. Outside of Scott, who faced 45 shots on goal in this one, Nothing Nothing else really went the way for Seattle in this game. Everett ties it up in the second, and then they score three goals in three minutes in the final, final section of the third period and go on to win four to one. Now, if this was the final game of, of our two-week stretch, I'd, I'd probably go into this one a little bit more. I don't feel like I need to. I feel like a a 4-1 loss on the road versus Everett. Not ideal. But what happens the next night 
well makes up for that. And I'd much rather talk about Saturday at home versus the tips. So a bit of a tense game. So turning our attention now to, to Friday or to Saturday, November 18th versus the Everett Silver Tips. Tense game. T-Birds never trailed in this one. But there were times where it it felt like they were. Antonio Martirana getting on the score sheet again. Opens the scoring for Seattle in the first. For the second time in this two-week period, T-Birds would score three goals in the first period with Sawyer Minio and Eric Allery also cashing in. Everett had eight power play opportunities in this game, and they scored zero power play goals. Seattle killed all eight of their power plays, uh, uh, killed off all eight of the man advantages they faced. And really, this this just became a ultimate team performance your uh, t-birds also scored on the power play they held Everett in check on the man advantage uh go on to score four goals in this one coster dunn gets the empty netter in the third defense holds allows just one goal in this game and then scott scott rats left 42 saves on 43 shots in the two games versus Everett, plus the Prince Albert game earlier in the week, 102 saves made on 106 shots. He went off on Saturday night. And it was Thomas Millich, mini bobblehead night. So uh, another, uh, it was uh, it was fitting that on uh, on a goalie bobblehead night that your goalie would go off. So strong win all around. Great to see uh, the offense come alive there in the first period. Uh, I had a chance to uh, chat with Antonio Martirana, uh, T-Bird's rookie who scored the first goal of the game in this one. After the game down in the locker room, uh, I had a chance to talk with him about what he thought about this game. Take a listen to that. All right, T-Birds, a big 4-1 win tonight at home, taking on the Everett Silver Tips. I've got the game's opening scorer tonight, Antonio Martirano with me. Antonio, great to see you. A lot of excitement, a lot of music coming from the locker room. Sounds like everybody's pretty excited after a big win tonight. Yeah, for sure. It was huge for us to get back on our track, and I thought uh, we played a full 60 tonight. Scotty was amazing in net, and uh, just just really nice for uh, to win this one for us here. Two straight home games, uh, goals for you, three goals in your last six games. You feel like you really settled in well here in the first two months of the season. Can you just tell us a little bit about what the transition has been like for you in your rookie season to, uh, you know, playing at the lower level and now playing in the WHL? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a big step up, but uh, I just want to give it to my teammates again. Like, they're, they've just been huge. They push me to my full, my full limits, and uh, they really support me out there as well with their coaches. They're always helping me we're watching video together and uh it's just a huge jump but uh they've really helped me through it and uh i'm just trying to adapt to it still and uh you guys score uh just just get the one goal on the road last night in everett but then you come back home how big is it to get those three goals in the first period in a game like this just a night after trying to trying to kind of flip the page to the next game yeah for sure uh those those three were huge definitely uh we we wanted to come back push back and uh beat these guys in our home barn and that's exactly what we did and that, that's what got us started, and we just we just kept it rolling from there. What's the uh, what's the mentality from some of the 
the senior leadership and and Coach Odette and uh, the, some of the coaches? What's what's the mentality like after a game like last night and then coming into play the same opponent, but now you get to play them at home here tonight? Yeah, that, for sure. Like all of our leaders are just awesome to us, and uh, same as our coach. And all. we uh, we all went over our game, our video, and uh, we know what we had to do tonight, and uh, that's that's what we did. And they're just they're just huge for us, like especially with the younger team we have. They're just really really good leaders for us and uh, helps us adapt to the game that we're about to play and that's what we did tonight and we did awesome so I don't know if you know this you've got a fan favorite goal song right now for when you score it sounds like you were you yeah there was a little bit of a wager to try and change the goal song three you needed five goals in three games came up a couple short if you were going to change your goal song what's like what What's the what's the thing you want to send upstairs for them to change the goal song, or do you want to keep it? Because it's it's hopping right now and it's working for you. I mean, I, I'm I'm starting to like it now. I think the fans are starting to get going with it. But uh, if I was to change, it, it would be shout, kind of get the fans fans going a bit more. But uh, I think it's pretty hot right now, so I think I'm gonna keep it for now. All right, we'll keep it for now. We'll we'll see how things go down the stretch. But uh, awesome to get to talk to you, and congratulations on uh, on a couple of hot games here. And uh, let's keep things going. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much. All right. So, T-Birds go two and three over these past two weeks. Again, we said a couple of tough losses there. Prince Albert, you lose by a goal. Victoria on the road, you lose by a goal. You also won a couple of close games. You won a close game, and then you won a, a, a great overall performance against Everett. Two and three. Currently, that puts the T-Birds with a record of 9-7-1, 19 points. They are 7th in the Western Conference. However, they've played the fewest amount of games in the West, and the teams above them have about a similar record as if they were if they were to start picking up some wins. So the T-Birds have the opportunity to catch more people ahead of them in the standings. It's November I'm recording this on November 19th. It's November 19th, people. We don't really need to talk about standings at this point unless you were a team that was projected to win the WHL championship, which I don't think most of us thought, yeah, we're going to come in and win, win a championship this season. I don't think that there's any reason to think we we can't, but it's not the expectation. The only reason I would be concerned at this point at 9-7-1 nine and, nine, and is if it was last year's team that was expected to get to that point. So 9-7-1, 19 points, 7th in the West. You're, you're in a playoff spot. You're going to compete. There's going to be some shakeup around the league. We are two, two months out from the trade deadline. There's going to be teams that emerge as the, the contenders that are going for it. There's going to be teams that emerge that are selling off and, and already preparing for next year. But at this point, over 500, some, some good wins You've shown that you can perform against teams in the U.S. division. There's going to be opportunity come later in the season and heading into the postseason. All right, let's switch gears here. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode and in last week's episode, uh, wanted to do something a little bit different to celebrate this being the week of Thanksgiving. So I put out the prompt in last week's episode and asked for people to text in on what they were thankful for, for th- why they were thankful for Thunderbirds hockey. And I also got to ask some people while we were at the games, the last couple of, uh, last couple of games, 
asked some people as well. We got some interviews. So want to take some time and just reflect on the excitement and the thankfulness that exists within the Seattle Thunderbirds community. I think it's really easy to get stuck. I'm not on Twitter. If you're fine, if you're, if you're trying to reach out to me on Twitter, my Twitter has not been active for two, three years now. Um, and it was the, one of the best decisions I ever made and I highly recommend it, but I also know it's a community where you get to engage, but I think we tend to focus a lot on the negative when it comes to social media. And if you're on Twitter, if you're on any Facebook group, if you're on Instagram, uh, there's something about those places that just make it really easy to get caught in the negativity. So what I want to do is I want to take some time and talk about what makes being a T-Birds fan great, why people are thankful for it, um, and just reflect on on all of the great things that have come both on the ice and off the ice as part of Seattle Thunderbirds hockey. So want to share some of our text messages that came in first. Got a couple of them here. First off, this one from Christine. She says, Thunderbirds hockey is something my entire family enjoys together. It's been a huge bonding experience with my daughter and has made excellent date nights with my husband. For that, I'm thankful. Let's go, birds. Keep flying. Love to hear that. Love the date night thing, too. Text in, uh, uh, let us know if you are also a, a T-Birds couple where your favorite date night is Thunderbirds hockey. Thanks for sharing, Christine. Next up, hey, it's Kaylee Anderson. Love the podcast and interviews with the team. I'm thankful for how amazing the team and fans are every game and the amount of energy they bring to show our center. T-Birds games are one thing that always gets me excited no matter what. And it's all thanks to the amazing people. Keep up the great work on these podcasts. I'm excited for the next one. Thanks for sharing, Kaylee. I agree. I feed off of the energy and the excitement that uh, people bring to Shower Center. It doesn't matter if we have 2,000 fans or if we're a packed building at 6,500. It's always an exciting time to, to be around other people in that. So thank you so much for texting in. Next one up, thankful for T-Birds Hockey. My siblings, mom, and myself are season ticket holders. We have all busy lives, but T-Birds Games brings us together so we can have a few drinks, have some fun, take a little break from life, and check in with each other. I love that one. I love it being the gathering place, you know. I'm, I'm the same way. I've got two younger brothers that are off in different places, we have things that bring us together and this person texting in saying hockey and Thunderbirds hockey is what brings us together and gives us a space to talk. So awesome to see. I love that. Next one. I'm thankful for Thunderbirds hockey because it gives me an incredible community to be a part of me and my dad always went to games when I was young. So it gave us something to connect on. It has been a special place in my heart. Also discovered my wife loves the team and we have been attending games ever since. Thank you for all you do. Let's go birds. Let's fly from Blaine. Uh, Blaine is also the one that requested that we do weekly episodes. So thanks for texting in on this one too. Thanks for answering this question, Blaine. Love hearing that, that you've got memories that go back years, but also are looking ahead towards years with how your wife likes coming to games and uh, totally agree. Incredible community to be a part of. 
All right, and last one here. Really digging the podcast, man. I'm thankful for T-Birds Hockey because it gives me a fantastic way to connect with my family. Watching games got my kids excited about skating that turned into playing hockey. They went through two weeks with T-Birds Hockey Summer Camp, and we went to take off work early so we can watch T-Birds practice down the street at the Kent Ice Center, the Weich family. I hope I said that right. W-I-E-C-H, Weich family. Thank you guys so much for texting in. Uh, Super cool to hear that your kids are excited about hockey and getting into playing hockey. I did not grow up um, really knowing much about hockey. So uh, hearing that people are starting at a younger age and getting excited at a younger age in this area is so cool to see. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you, everybody who texted in, hearing your notes, hearing your thoughts, why you're thankful for T-Birds hockey. So cool to see and read all of those text messages. Um, I have some more that I want to share. I, I, I ran around the Accesso Shower Center the last couple of games, walked around, would grab random people and say, hey, I want to know why you're thankful for Thunderbirds hockey. Got a couple interviews. Uh, take a listen. Some of the people sharing why they are thankful for Thunderbirds hockey. All right. And who am I here with? I'm Malcolm Hoshinal. I'm with, um, I'm a um, Thunderbirds fan. Awesome. And Malcolm, why are you thankful for Thunderbirds hockey? Well, I'm thankful for, you know, well, for my, for the players. That's a great one. I'm thankful for all the players. And we'll definitely might go to the Memorial Cup in the future. And I love it. Getting back to the Memorial Cup. Thanks, Malcolm. No problem. All right. And who am I here with? Bryce Thompson. Bryce Thompson, why are you thankful for Thunderbirds hockey? It's given me a great opportunity to start my career in sports management. Super cool. And uh, you have been coming to T-Birds games since you were how old? A few months old. A few months old. And now here you're in a suit and you get to talk to the team and all that good stuff. Awesome. All right. And who am I here with? I am Renee the Thunderbirds Hockey Booster Club president. Renee, the Thunderbirds Hockey Booster Club president, why are you thankful for Thunderbirds Hockey? Thunderbirds Hockey is my stress reliever. I get to be loud and rowdy and nobody cares. I love that. I don't know if it's always a stress reliever. I feel like we have some weeks. That's true, true. (laughs) But uh, yes, definitely a way to blow off steam after a long week coming and celebrating T-Birds Hockey here. Yes, absolutely. All right, and who am I here with? Amanda. Denisa. And why are you guys thankful for Thunderbirds hockey? Uh, I love the community and the support for the players. I like to watch Jeremy Hansel fight. I love watching Jeremy Hansel fight. That's a great reason. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) All right, and who am I here with? Dylan with the Seattle Thunderbirds. Dylan with the Seattle Thunderbirds. Dylan, why are you thankful for Thunderbirds hockey? Ooh, it's a great question. Um, kind of put me on the spot here. I'm thankful for Thunderbirds hockey because it was my first job out of college uh, and kind of gave me my first opportunity to work uh, in sports, which I've been wanting to do since I was a kid. Hey, you and I are exactly alike. It was my first job right out of college, too, and got to work in sports. So awesome. And make sure, if you're listening, go see Dylan out at the season ticket holder table out on the concourse outside Section 101. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you, Tyler. All right, Tyler here. And who am I here with? Matthew. Matthew, also known as? The T-Shirt Kid. The T-Shirt Kid. And Matthew, why are you thankful for Thunderbirds hockey? Because we were champions. That's a great reason to be thankful, right? Yes. Very cool, Matthew. 
so many great thoughts, so many great stories, so many great um, insights on why people are thankful to be part of the T-Birds community, to be coming to games. Um, and, you know, it really got me thinking, too. I resonated with what Dylan said there. He's, he's one of our sales guys and um, runs our season ticket holder groups. He might be your season ticket holder rep. Uh, but I came out of college and didn't know what I was going to do. I, I, I knew what I wanted to do. I, I went to school for broadcast and, uh, and did radio in college and, um, thought I wanted to get into radio, but, uh, got to call sports games. Um, I was one of our play-by-play people for several of our sporting, uh, for our teams. And, but I didn't really know what to, what I want to do or what, what my next step was. So I was working, I was working at a radio company and I was doing a couple of things and I got connected with the Seattle Thunderbirds. I connected with Rick Ronish in August of 2015, um, because they were looking for a new arena MC and I came in, I did an audition and met with him and Aaron Saunders, now Aaron, Aaron Crooks, and just immediately felt a connection both with them, but with the building, with the people in it. And it's now been eight years, eight years, seven seasons. Um, and I, I wouldn't change anything about my life, about the decision I made to... I. Some people ask me out there, you know, oh, you know, did you grow up liking hockey? Did you grow up playing hockey? And the truth is, the very first hockey game that I ever attended was the first game that I worked in September of 2015 for the Seattle Thunderbirds. I had never been to a hockey game in person before. My family grew up a soccer family. We grew up a, a basketball and a baseball family, uh, three sport year round but hockey wasn't really a part of that picture. And so when I got involved with the T-Birds organization, um, why I'm thankful for Thunderbirds hockey is the community, but it's also given me a place to really explore passion that other people have that I've come to love. I really enjoy the game of hockey now. I, I get so excited to come to the arena on game nights. And when I think back about the eight year, the last eight years and how the eight years prior, you know, but prior to eight years ago, that wasn't a big part of my life and how it is now. I can't think of a, a better way that I'd want to spend my Saturday nights, my Friday nights, my Tuesday nights than, you know, yelling at refs. I can't do that anymore as much in my, my new PA role, but uh, <laughs> yelling at refs or cheering on the T-Birds or um, dancing around in, in the, uh, in the aisles of, of the Excesso Shower Center, um, and, you know, experiencing the T-Birds lifting the cup last year on home ice, um, experiencing the team that won the very first championship, um, some of the great memories and even just the off ice moments, um, the traditions that we've built with our game night staff. And then you, the fans, I cannot thank all of you enough. Those of you who have welcomed me into the Thunderbirds family over the past eight years. And I I echo everything that's been said on this podcast about the community 
and the incredible environment that we all get to be a part of and get to contribute to. So when it comes down to it, I am thankful for Seattle Thunderbirds hockey because of you, the fans, and the reason that you make it worth showing up every single night to the arena. So awesome. Thank you again for everybody who, who shared a comment at the arena or texted in or um, left a comment, which is so cool to see all of the outflowing of this positivity and hoping that we can bottle this energy and continue to bring it forward so that our, our kids and their kids, everybody gets to continue to experience the incredible environment and the incredible community that is Seattle Thunderbirds hockey. So, all right. Speaking of the incredible environment, lots of upcoming games. I want to take a few minutes to talk about the upcoming schedule here. What's going on? T-Birds have a busy week, two home games this week. If you're listening to this episode on Wednesday or later, uh, it could be less than that. But next up for the T-Birds, Wednesday, November 22nd versus the Kelowna Rockets. First meeting of the season between Seattle and Kelowna. BC division opponent. But then we're going to see a lot of them. Three out of the next four games are against the Rockets. So I have that to look forward to. Uh, if you've if you've got a busy Thanksgiving day, come out enjoy some hockey before the uh, before the big holiday. Um, you know, get get the get the food prepped. You know, cut cut the onions and the celery, maybe the night before. Um, but come to come to hockey first and then go home and cut, cut the stuff for your stuffing. Um, and then, you know, go home, enjoy an awesome meal the next day and, and celebrate Thanksgiving. And then Friday, November 24th, the T-Birds take on the Saskatoon blades in a special 2 PM puck drop. I'm looking forward to some afternoon hockey, get my black Friday shopping done in the morning, head to the arena, little afternoon hockey and then get home in time for a great turkey sandwich. Sounds like a pretty great Friday to me. Um, Saskatoon, the top team are currently tied for the top team in the, in the East and tied for the second most points in the WHL at 30. This is a good team coming in. T-Birds are going to have their hands full Friday night or Friday afternoon, but should be an awesome game. uh, A great time to, to celebrate and, and hopefully uh, work off. Hopefully we're, n- we're not all too tired still from, from all the turkey and the food and everything. So make sure you come out for both those games this week. The one other one that I want to highlight coming up here is the next home game after that'll be Saturday, December 2nd versus the Kelowna Rockets again. And this is our annual Fred Meyer teddy bear toss. We usually do teddy bear toss in January. I'm actually excited to do it before Christmas in December this year. It is one of the highlights of my year. And so to say that we've done two teddy bear tosses this year in 2023 is going to be exciting. But if you've never been to a teddy bear toss game before, I can tell you that you're really missing out. You are not going to want to miss this one. Uh, The first goal is scored and then fans bring teddy bears um, and throw them onto the ice and all of those bears gets donated to local charities and organizations that support children who are going through tough situations, traumatic experiences. Um, you think of like firefighters that show up to a, a tough situation, them having a, 
a teddy bear to give and comfort a child with. So really cool opportunity, a great, um, organ, uh, a great thing to be a part of a great way to give back. And it's just an exciting moment. Like the minute that first bear, the minute that goal is scored and the first bear goes flying, it is just all out chaos. Bears flying from every direction. Uh, we've collected thousands and thousands and thousands of bears in just the last couple of years. So really excited to see uh, what this year looks like. But get your tickets for these games again to this week. And then Saturday, December 2nd, you're going to want to get your tickets early for this one. Make sure you have them ready to go and then start stocking up on bears. Uh, go find them. Go find them out there. Go hit up your local I was going to say Toys R Us, but I don't think Toys R Us uh, exists anymore. Go go hit up your Fred Meyer. Go hit up your uh, local store wherever you get stuff that you know has teddy bears or stuffed animals and pick them up. Come back. Join us Saturday, December 2nd for the annual Fred Meyer teddy bear toss. Going to be a great time. So, Well, that's it. Another episode coming to a close here. Had an awesome time getting a breakdown. Last couple of games, again, super cool to hear all the ways people are thankful for Seattle Thunderbirds hockey. Before we close out the show, I want to send one final note out there, something else to put on your calendar. It's a little bit further out, but never a bad time to start thinking about this. Friday, December 8th versus Tri-City Americans. It's our annual ham shoot, which means you can win a ham. Win a gift card for, for your Christmas ham. And then also it's our Les Schwab toy drive. We just talked about teddy bear toss. A great way to give back. If you're not able to make the teddy bear toss, the toy drive is the very next game, the very next week. A great opportunity for us to give back, to partner with an amazing organization like Les Schwab and the impact they're having in our community. So lots of great games coming up. Get your tickets online at seattlethunderbirds.com. Well, that'll do it for us. Thanks again for listening. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, make sure to subscribe, follow the show, leave us a rating. Really lets us know how we're doing and why you enjoy the show and, and any other suggestions or feedback or things that you want to hear. I said this at the beginning. This is a show for you, the fans, and I want to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to give you some of the best content throughout your week, getting you excited for T-Birds hockey. A reminder, you can also text or call the show 253-656-6618 for, for your ability to be featured on the show. That'll do it for us. Hope you all have an awesome Thanksgiving, a great week celebrating. We'll see you back at the show real soon. For now, keep flying, T-Birds fans. <laughs> <laughs>